Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us on Between the Covers. I'm Kelly Wilson. Today, I have the great pleasure of chatting with Dave O'Neill, and we're going to be having a big discussion about his brand new uh, picture storybook that's about to embark on the world called The Seagull Who Soared. How are you today, Dave? Yeah, I'm going really well, Kelly. Um, yeah, looking forward to the chat. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure. And I, we're particularly lucky listeners because he actually is down with the seagulls at the moment on a beachside holiday. So we were lucky to grab some of your time, Dave. Thank you. No worries. It's actually, yeah, it's, it's a, a year ago when, this week last year when we were on holidays in Warrnambool when I came up with a story and, I, yeah, I, I think I wrote it. It was a beautiful, beautiful sunny week and I think I wrote it in a couple of afternoons um, you know, standing, on the, standing on the beach, yeah. I totally get um, how creative the beach can make you and it's good to be back there again. And a year later you are pretty much a published author, so congratulations on that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. It's um, yeah, it's been a bit of a, a journey, and, a journey? and like the book, the book's not quite out yet, and so yeah, I'm very excited to get it out. And um, yeah, people have been so receptive so far yeah. about the idea, and but I, I sort of like you, you want to get it in their hands, and yeah, and do. you know, make sure they still like the uh, not the long now. Inside. No, not long. So let's have a chat about um this book now. Um, being an ex teacher myself, I'm all about the rhyme. Um, so I can I can really see your vision for this, and I loved what I read of um, Stevie. Can you tell us a little bit about this story and why you wrote it? Yeah, no way. So I suppose I, I started writing rhymes when I was about sixteen. Um, I picked up a, a poet's book, a guy Rupert McCall, who was a sports poet. And mm. at that stage, I'd never heard of a sports poet before, and I was okay. absolutely spellbound. I was a sports lover, and and the poems just like grabbed me by the wrist like nothing else had, and yeah, I thought I'll give this a go. And the first one was terrible, and um, but I, I used to write them, and you'd get a great response out of people. And I could see their eyes light up when they yes. heard them, and I got better and better at writing them. And and um, I ended up becoming an accountant, and soon threw that away because I was so passionate about the writing, and and became a journalist, and then a, a media and communications professional. So it was sort That's a of big a jump in career. So, yeah, it was yeah, it was a big, big jump, a big leap of faith, and um, but yeah, yeah haven't regretted it every day since. And so, the the poem that really stems from there, the, the the kids' poems is um, is yeah, once I had my little girl Stevie in twenty twenty, we um, oh, I started reading a lot of yeah. your daughter's name. That's right. <laughs> that's and magic. It is, it is, and so we started. I started like reading a lot of kids' books and fell in love with them. And I just like you know, I, yeah. we still. I buy kids' books like oh, hundred percent. People yeah. buy cans of coke, like yeah. Um, because I just don't think you can have enough. And I'll, no. me and my daughter read them together. And anyway, so I thought, you know, I'm going to have a crack at writing this myself. And I, I wrote one that that'll actually be the third book I publish. Um, and yeah, and it seemed to get a good response from those I read it to, and. Um, and I, th I think it stacks up with others I read and um, 
Fabulous. And then, but I thought, how am I going to how am I going to sell a book when I'm you know a no name author and um, you know just finding ways. So yeah, I, I thought you know I've got to write, write something that can resonate with a group of people. And yes, and yep. on the Do beach at Wollongong last year, I thought you know what. A book, a book about a seagull that travels from Torquay to Warrnambool, that's Perfect. got a bit of something to it. So that's where we ended up. Well, I hope you're plugging it considering you're down on the Warrnambool coastline right now. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I've been in. The, the People have been really receptive down here. Um, the book, local bookshop Good. and the library are right. all excited and stocking it. And, um, and yeah, and everyone I meet, talked, I talk to about it, seems like it thinks it's a good idea, so hopefully they buy it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they will. And tell me, what does Stevie think of the seagull who soared? Well, she's heard the rhyme. So because, like, like, you know, I tell a lot of stories and so I, I, I've read out the rhyme to her a yes. bit. And, and she's a she, for a two and a half, she's quite articulate. <laughs> so she knows that um, she's the seagull and uh, Pete, Pete's the pelican in it and <laughs> Um, and she'll say stuff sometimes is like, yeah, oh, that's, um, you know, like something out of the story. I'm like, oh, she has listened. <laughs> she yes, listened yes. Um, oh, they're like sponges, aren't they? Amazing. The, so I think she'll be pretty excited when the book arrives oh. and and she opens it up and it's actually in her eyes because I've told her this book coming but she doesn't really know what that means. So, um, But um, she could also, you know, she, she could also go, don't like that one, need another one. <laughs> I'm sure she won't, Dave. <laughs> Can you imagine how special that moment's going to be when she takes it into kinder or school and her dad wrote this? Like, that's yeah, amazing. maybe. And, like, I hope that. Like, you know, you think of book week and that and you think geez, she could dress up as a seagull for book week and it's yes, the dad's so book. Yeah, Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully she, hopefully she resonates. She certainly loves the books. Like, every book I read to her, she seems to like. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, you mentioned so you've got other publications ready to go. Yeah, so publishing another one later this year. So, it, I think you write these books for joy and for you do. and yep. without necessarily thinking about the the marketing and the and the money and whatnot. Yeah. But I've tried to go a little bit tactically to start with, thinking about how to get some book sales going with from a very Absolutely. low from a no brand. So the yep. first book obviously is based on from Tor- the trip from Torquay to Warrnambool. And me being based in Ballarat, I think I can get some, you know, a bit of Ballarat support as well, hopefully. Yes, yes, and, um, you will. And, Publishers and there. This, <laughs> yeah, and I've just written the one over the Christmas So We just had our second baby, Oscar. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, oh, he has geez. to have a book now. <laughs> well, and it's funny you do think that. You go, oh, she's got to come up with a character called Oscar. <laughs> but oh, yeah, um, why he was, um, you know, why are you doing those newborn feeds and that? I had a lot. You have a lot of time when you're just yeah, in you the do. dark. so. I yep. wrote one in my head about um, Santa crashing in the Murray, and he <laughs> and he decides that we can't. They got to get to Murray Bridge, so he decides he's going to ski there. So um, my brothers and that live up on the Murray at Yarrawonga. We spent yep. spent a lot of holidays at on the Murray. So I've um, done a similar thing where you include all the towns along the way, and, yeah, and hopefully that's really again clever. that provides. Yeah, yeah, and then and I I love the way you know. Obviously, you're really inspired by your family, but you're also really clearly inspired and drawn to sort of Australian icons or areas that are important to us Aussies. Yeah, and I think reading a lot of books with my little girl is that there isn't a lot of books that sort of help them understand their yes, how big the world is at three yeah. and four yeah. and or, or like and so I feel like that. Look, we go to Torquay for holidays and we go to Warrnambool and but she's, mm. Stevie at two and a half has no idea how like, you know, yeah. that. No idea of time and space, and I think no. 
teach them about like some of those iconic things, especially in Victoria. Like I'm a passionate Victorian and yeah. and regional Victorian, and yes, to tell her, tell her yep. stories about regional Victoria and hopefully inspire other kids in those centres mm. that that you know, like I can imagine like a kid who's in Torquay or who's Love that travelled the Great Ocean Road before will be able to pick this book up and yes. resonate it with it pretty quickly. Yeah, and, and develop their growth mindset. Oh, that's such yeah. a good skill, Dave. Teachers are going to love you everywhere. <laughs> wow. Well, I hope so. And I, I, I am passionate about it. Like, okay, I can I'm hear looking that. looking forward to getting out to, to schools. Because, Do it. And libraries you know, and community centres. and Yeah. So, mm. yeah, it's, it's going to be a bit of a journey. I've, um, I've got a bit of parental leave this year. From my current job, so I can um, hit the road a little bit as much as you can with two babies in tow. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be a bit of a. It's a bit like you know when you try and pack everyone up and the cars full of the rafters and you've forgotten (laughs) half of them. Now you've talked a bit about Stevie, obviously being the seagull in your story, Mm. but what's your real author's message in this book? This particular one. Yeah, this is about this is, book is about following your dreams regardless of um Love it. Yeah. regardless of what others say. And so the last line Very in the book really sort of sums up. It's it's um don't be deterred by those who stand guard, take to the sky, dream big, chase hard. And oh, I love that. I read that and I loved it. <laughs> and for me that's the that's the message is like yes. um cuz I think I, I experienced that when I was like in my early days trying to become an and from an accountant to a journalist. Yeah, that's huge. And it, I think the crowd around you can sometimes uh, underestimate you. Mm. And um, yes. and it took probably some other friends to inspire me to um, to really sort of shoot for the stars. Yeah. And I, you know, sell that career path through and ended up in my dream job. And um, and so I sort of wanted to pass that message on in an in obviously a kid friendly manner that you know mm. not everyone. Even people who love you aren't always going to push. encourage you to, no. to push. Yeah, and so no. it's a real bravery. You, yeah, sometimes you got to find that inside yourself, and so yeah. yeah. Hopefully, um, I yeah. Love so that. hopefully, I've captured that and been able to deliver it. <laughs> <laughs> I I bet you just have that. You just sound so passionate about it. I love it. Can we talk about what the writing process actually looks like for you? You mentioned a little bit that you were inspired last time you were at Warnable. Do you have like a space that you write in at home or? Uh, no, I write in my own head. <laughs> um, yeah. I always have, the, the poems have always come together in yes. my in a head, often late at night when I should be sleeping. And, um, <laughs> I get it. We're all so different like that and it's annoying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and the best poems have always come together quickly. Um, yes. And so uh, I find that like 80% of them come together, the stories come together and the rhymes come together in my brain. I write them down and then it can take quite a long time to finesse them um, and mm. I can be quite a perfectionist now. Like back early days you'd just write a rhyme and you'd have a couple of crap lines in there and you'd put up with <laughs> <Leave> it. it. <laughs> but but now I like, um, yeah, like I go over them with a fine-tooth comb and like read them in different ways they could because, you know, it can be read in slightly different ways. Like each sentence, yes. even if you really accurate with the commas, can still be quite read oh, quite I differently. And- I found that with my first rhyming picture storybook myself and I wanted to grab it and love some people and go, no, 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 it's meant to be yeah. read this way. <laughs> um, yeah, so and then but I, I do love writing it. I find that I've always yeah, got to okay. have something I'm putting my brain to yeah. to do outside of it because it's that creative outlet. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but they can be like they can – like um, I've got an idea for a book at the minute 
and I, I probably don't need any more ideas. I mean, I've got three ready, three on the ready to go and probably a fourth and fifth that are already sitting in but aren't quite as strong of stories. But yeah. I've got this good idea and I'm, I'm, the last few nights I've been like, you, you have to stop thinking about. <laughs> I've got to market my first one. <laughs> that's right. Like you have to stop thinking about how to make this word rhyme because you, you, you've got a year and a half to write this. <laughs> I know, but it becomes almost obsessive, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, it does. And you oh, come I up understand. with a line like later on in the poem and you're like, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Put that in your back pocket. Oh, oh, I've think, always got a notepad of, with me. I'm a bit of a word nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been following you on social media, Kelly. You, 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 uh, you get me up and about with your passion for it. So, um, Oh, you've got to put humour in there, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. Now, you know, obviously, you've really inspired me today, and I bet listeners are feeling the same. There's so many writers that want to start, and you've been brave and you've started. What would you say to those writers? Well, I think it's, I think that's the message that, like, try to get across with my career as well as this book yeah, it is, is that, yeah, it's, you've got to take that first step, and sometimes the first step is completely unknown. And yes. like, I, I sort of go back to my career, like. I wanted to be a journalist. My first journalism job was Vegetables Australia. It was a far cry from working in the footy industry, which is the ultimate goal and where I end up getting to. But yeah. sometimes I feel like people, they want something, but are they prepared to take the steps? Like yeah. do they want it bad enough to take the steps along yeah. the way? Because it's, you just don't get from, you don't it's go to zero to 100. Too, yeah. Yeah. Um, so my thing is like take some action, like yes. put it down on paper, read it to other people, yes. get some feedback. Like you can get your manuscript assessed by um I found that really powerful actually. Same here. And I thought like you've got to, you've got to be wary that that feedback can hit you between the eyes. Like the feedback for two of my books yep. was, was great and I submitted another one and I was really just thinking it would come back really positive. And <laughs> came back, there's massive plot holes in this story. And I was like, <laughs> Been there really, times. <laughs> there really is. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard. It's tough. But even to be prouder of yourself now then, Dave, that you've actually got a published book. I mean, you are completely worthy of this and I'm um, cheering you on, I tell you. It's so yeah, good. Well, thanks very much. I'm, I'm going to have an almighty crack at it because I don't think, Do it. I don't think yeah. you have success any other way. And you're, like, you don't. you're probably a lesson of that. Like you're you're clearly doing this with, with everything you've got. And, um, <laughs> and so yes, I feel I'm like living- if you... I'm living my uh, best author life and just yeah. rushing all my other jobs around it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, I think hopefully my kids will understand that I'm going to spend a few months this year on the road. Um, yeah, do it. I mean, doing they could be part of that anyway. We just, yeah, like, um, you know, I drag my family along whenever I can or my animals or what, whatever it takes yeah. really. <laughs> yeah. Now I've had a look at the digital um illustrations and they're just divine you must be so happy with them yeah I've, um so i've only got a like i haven't really seen all of them i've only seen the um a few of the cover i've seen the cover obviously yeah, and a few gorgeous. of the others but and it'd be yeah, a beautiful like um isabella um gagliano i think i'm probably saying that wrong maybe but um yeah she's doing a beautiful no, she's job amazing and, and i yeah. like the humor in it it, it captured me straight away for me to order <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Because and I do feel like it's an it's a massive partnership. Because let's be honest, the kids Pitch. are just as interested in, or they're more interested in the pictures than the words. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, 100%. I'm pretty pretty chuffed to blend with a great illustrator and um, oh, great. Um, that's yeah, so looking good. forward to spending some time chatting to Isabella and um, helping you yes. know, yeah, be, I know, be a I was, partnership. 
Oh, definitely, definitely. And I think it's just so bright and happy and it's one I'll definitely be taking into the classroom with me. So I'll give you my feedback, Dave. Well, I'll take it straight to the source. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> I've heard that can be pretty brutal too. <laughs> oh, yeah, been there as well. Like I sometimes I've been reading some of mine and it's just you just look around the room and go, okay. <laughs> this, this is not hitting. <laughs> yeah. <Take next. laughs> yeah. No, not really. It's it's they I love that about kids. They're brutally honest. But yeah, I mean how powerful for you that you can get into those communities that you're writing about and those kids will feel the biggest ownership of that. I think that's just so Well, I hope so. I hope so. And then, yeah, yeah, I hope that, like, there's probably young boys especially like me that would have been there who who didn't quite see how they fit into this world. And um, That's such a powerful message. Yeah. Like, you know, if someone told me I was writing rhymes when I was 15, I would have, like, laughed at them and sort of said, you know, like, that's not exactly very macho. But <laughs> I, I, I've managed to make a lot of a lot of very macho men cry with my rhymes oh, and yeah. I feel like. How I powerful like, is that? Yeah. So It's your calling. I, and I yeah. just applaud you that you've gone for it and I'm, I'm sure I won't be the only one inspired today. You, you've, you've got it, Dave. There's a big future ahead of you, I can just tell. <laughs> oh, hopefully. <laughs> We'll see how we go. We'll get, we'll get the three books out and we'll see how they run. Yeah. They run and yeah. Well, congratulations again. And um, <laughs> listeners, I encourage you to get out there and order yourself a copy of The Seagull Who Soared by Dave O'Neill as quickly as you can. I'm looking forward to having it in my own um, collection. You can. It is available everywhere, all good bookstores online and soon to be in libraries right around Australia. So, Dave... Enjoy the rest of your holiday and thanks for giving us a bit of your time today. No worries. Thanks very much, Callie, and um, I'll I'll, uh, follow your work on social. Back at you. I'll be doing the same. All right. Good work. See See you later. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.